0: Hey everybody, uh, welcome back, and uh, I want you to know uh, we have obviously some exciting things. We live in exciting times. We live, folks, in amazing days. We live in days that the prophets of old wrote about. Prophets in the Old Testament, the prophecies of the New Testament. Consider this. The Apostle Paul wrote, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, Know this, he said, that in the last days, perilous times, Will come, And if I were to look at the days we live in, it appears we live in perilous times. And then over in Matthew chapter 24, certainly you've heard it before, when Jesus was asked by his disciples, what is the sign of your coming in the end of the age? The first sign that he gave them was deception. Take heed, he said, that nobody deceives you. Friends, we have deception running rampant on this planet. So many people are deceived. Also in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, God says, Because they would not receive the love of the truth, I will send them, the unbelieving world, strong delusion, that they will believe the lie. We live in a time of confusion. Satan is the author of confusion. So just think about these things. We live in a time where people are deceived. We live in a time of great delusion. We live in a time of great confusion. We have lies coming from all of the different media channels. And then we think of this, Jesus also said in Matthew chapter 24, because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Now think of that, lawlessness abounding, you better believe it. Love of many growing cold, you better believe it. I want you to think of just some of these things. The who, the World Health Organization, this goes along the lines of deceit and delusion. The World Health Organization and confusion it's very rare for people without symptoms to spread COVID-19. Wow. We've been saying that on this channel for the last couple of months. And now the World Health Organization says, listen, if you don't have any symptoms, you ain't going to be spreading it. And yet the healthy people have locked down and how many people have bought into that and just said, yeah, this is what we need to do because we trust the authorities. And now we find out The authorities have been lying to us. Again, this is from the World Health Organization. And finally, the truth is coming out. I hope that that gets reported in the mainstream news. And then there's this. Now consider this. Vatican Archbishop to Trump, children of darkness oppose you. Listen to these words. Influential Vatican Archbishop Carlo Maria Vignano, the former papal nuncio to Washington, D.C., has written to President Trump, praising his leadership during a critical juncture in his presidency as he faces harsh criticism for his handling of the coronavirus and the George Floyd protests. In a June 7 letter addressed to President Trump and obtained by Newsmax Villano, writes that the president's enemy is the children of darkness, whom we may easily identify with the deep state which you wisely oppose and which is fiercely waging war against you in these days. The Archbishop indicated that the COVID emergency will likely be viewed in the future as a colossal operation of social engineering. I'm thinking, duh, yeah, I mean, we've been talking about these things. We will also discover that the riots in these days were provoked by those who, seeing that the virus is inevitably fading and that the social alarm of the pandemic is waning, necessarily have to provoke civil disturbances. And the archbishop claimed that the same thing is also happening in Europe in perfect synchrony. So you think of these things. Listen, we've been warning about this. The deception and the delusion. Obviously, the COVID pandemic didn't pan out the way that the authorities told us it was going to. We are still on lockdowns. Churches closed over this stuff. And we find out that we've been lied to, but people aren't paying attention to that. They're still going along with it. Unbelievable what is happening. And now we have these riots that are breaking out under the guise of peaceful protests. But we now know that is not what is happening. Uh, Buildings are being burnt. People have been losing their lives. We aren't hearing any about, about any of that stuff, but that's the reality of it. And then there is this, manufacturing company uh, manufacturing company in Minneapolis since 1987 is leaving the city after violent protests. Well, What do cities expect? Listen, folks, this is what's going to happen. Los Angeles, New York, Minneapolis, Seattle, the cities that are experiencing this, who's going to want to do business in those cities when they're threatened with their they're going to lose everything when the when the next riot up uh, uh, comes about or something like that. Their building's going to be burnt down uh, and they're being run out of their homes. Talking about eliminating police forces. Not just Minneapolis, but now New York City. Now LAPD, eliminating the police force. What on earth do you think is going to happen? I'll tell you what's going to happen. Exactly what Jesus said. Because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. And then Kamala Harris, here's this. Kamala Harris applauds Los Angeles mayor's move to slash police funding by $150 million. What do you think is going to happen with all of these things? And then there's this article, distraught Chicago officials heard on tape, fuming over looting and riots, my ward is a, and I can't say the word, uh, show. And you look at this, you go, they know it's a disaster, they know it's bad news, but they are encouraging it. Behind the scenes, they're saying, look at this, everything is burning down. What do you think's going to happen? Good businesses are going to say, we are done with this, we are out of here. And not only that. These people, good people in those cities, they're going to be leaving those cities in droves. They're going to be going to safer places. They're going to be going to rural places. They're going to be going to smaller areas. They're going to be going to areas where people actually love the police and support the police department and want the police protection. I actually watched a video on CNN where a person was interviewed in Minneapolis when the leaders in Minneapolis City asked about... Uh, the uh, having no police force and this person actually responded well, well being able to call the police was a privilege it's of the privileged people to be able to do that so therefore we're not going to have that white privilege anymore of calling the police this is total insanity what is happening but yet Romans chapter 1 God says professing to be wise I'm going to show them to be fools but it's not going to end there listen to this all of this, I believe, is eventually going to fall on uh, the, the blame is gonna fall on Israel. Why is that? Because throughout the history of Israel, secular and biblical history, when God made his covenant with Abraham, and then Isaac and Jacob and his descendants forever. Israel and the Jewish people have been under a strange persecution and suffering. They've been targets, Blames, the, the blame of almost everything that's gone wrong in the world. Folks, this is all eventually going to fall on the Jewish people and on Israel. And you might be thinking, no way, Pastor Tom, it is not. Yes, it is. I know it is because the Bible tells us that is the way it's going to be in the last days. And it's already starting to go there. Listen to this. International Criminal Court Prosecutor. Israel war crimes probe can go on despite Oslo Accord. What Israel war crimes? What apartheid? It is just ridiculous if you study the history of Israel and where they are right now and to think of these things. But yet, that's what's happening. They're being blamed. When, when the bombs come into Israel, Israel's being blamed for, for having the bombs come against them or retaliating. And right now, did you know this? There are thousands of Iranian troops that have aligned themselves on Israel's border in Syria. And you look at that and you go... Wow, folks, that is biblical also. And the list just goes on and on and on and on. But consider this. Consider the words of Jesus when he talked about all of the signs of the last days. He said this in Luke chapter 21, and there, verse 25. And there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth, distress of nations. You heard it. Distress of nations with perplexity, folks, we live there. The sea and the waves will even be roaring. Men's hearts will even fail them from the fear of what is coming on the planet. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Folks, we live in those days then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And then Jesus said this, Now when you see these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Listen, Jesus is coming soon. Uh, Make sure that you are ready. If you aren't, listen, the only answer to the world's crisis is the Lord Jesus Christ. We need Him. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Until next time, God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast.